0: stop
1: it did i stop it no no I don't know oh i pressed the stop button
0: which one's the stop button that
1: one Nope. oh what did i do i don't know it's okay. still recording though good <laughs> <laughs> okay wait i wanted to say one other thing yeah. about the mm-hmm. press conference i i got pissed off at the media there they were <laughs> I like just ask, said that. That's oh I did said you oh you were gone. <laughs> okay they're asking dumb questions man <laughs>
0: We were saying, like, how can we get press credentials to go and ask proper questions?
1: It's March 18th. Is that right?
0: March 18th. It's 49 a.m.
1: Let's start with the numbers. So, because there's some controversy around the numbers, they look really good. For Ontario. For Ontario. We're at what? 180. I don't have the numbers. I saw 189. Maybe we should have been prepared for this. Uh, Okay, I have them. I have them. 189 for Ontario. Actually,
0: it, I'm on the website right now. Says 180 confirmed. 180 One, confirmed. Oh, 183.
1: I have 189. Yeah, confirmed. Yeah, I think 189.
0: About? They're testing, right? It they test a couple times. Huh. There are 189 cases, but only 183 confirmed.
1: Oh, okay. And then total Canada 566. So that's quite a jump from last, from yesterday. I think it was 420. What was it
0: right, because BC had a ton of cases they announced 86 cases yeah. and several more deaths yesterday.
1: I mean it sounds really good for Ontario except that we know there's a backlog of testing so yes. that could be the
0: I don't think we should really take any solace in a low number from yesterday right Because the Ontario who is he? public health guy, I think that's his name, public health guy, he said that there is a backlog of testing and specifically we're running low on swabs to do the tests. So in Ontario, we're having a testing problem, which is not good because testing is definitely a keystone of controlling the outbreak, but I continue to be... I continue to be hopeful that we don't have widespread community outbreak for a couple reasons, or I shouldn't say that. I think we do have community outbreak now because when you look at um, the transmission, so Ontario has each case listed with you know the age of the patient and how they caught it. Mm-hmm. And so many of the cases now just say pending. Yeah. pending like they're still investigating like there's no obvious link there's they no would have obvious said. link yeah. so it seems like it's probably community transmission um but that has only started happening in the last couple of days the the real scare is if you had widespread community transmission say two weeks ago or three weeks ago and it went undetected and it's just been doubling and doubling and doubling and doubling um i don't think we have that because those cases some of those cases would be showing up in the hospital Mm -hmm. and I can't find a total number of hospitalized patients for Ontario Mm. but I just did a Google search and it seems like the press is just um, reporting like one patient here and one patient there and a lot of these patients got it from travel Mm. or linked to travel Mm. and so it just seems like we d- I think we really truly did not have community spread 2 or 3 weeks ago. I No, it's a, I mean it it's the fact that
1: the numbers are not exploding at this point. That's yeah. that's
0: I that could be a function of testing though, remember? Yeah. that we're not testing because they seem to be focusing a lot on testing widely in the hospitals, Uh, testing people who come into the hospital with any kind of respiratory disease, uh, you can get a test, but they don't seem to be testing widely in the community for mild symptomatic people that may be spreading it around. So I think the reassurance really has to come from the hard data of deaths in hospital cases and we don't seem to have that. Now, on the flip side, B.C. does seem to have that. B.C. has four deaths. They've all been in older people, and I don't think any of them had traveled. So they all caught it in the community. That's not good. So you can kind of do some back calculation, because it takes about three weeks for people to die with this disease. And so three weeks ago, if we assume a death rate of... 15% for this older population Then that means that three weeks ago in order to get four deaths now there would have had to be about 24 cases out there
2: Mm -hmm.
0: In that city because I think they were all in the same city. Mm -hmm. Oh, I shouldn't say things that I don't know.
2: Is that right?
0: Let's just go with this so and then in those three weeks if you do a doubling time of three days Which I think is actually pretty conservative a lot of places have been doubling in 2 days. You get seven doubling times that puts us at 3072 real cases in BC. Wow. Possibly just in one city. Wow. If all those outbreaks are in one city. I think BC has community spread and they just closed their schools today or yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Yeah. But they did they did close their schools. They are shutting down. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, better late than never. Mhm. But I think there's stuff going on there that we can't see yet.
1: Good prediction. Let's see what c- what happens. I don't like
0: calling them predictions. It makes me feel like we're watching sports or something. Mm-hmm. And it's a game, but it's really not a game. We need to find a better word. Mm. Forecast? Forecast. That sounds more serious.
1: Sure. Sure. Good forecast. <sighs> forecast sounds more certain though.
0: Mhm. Okay, we'll work on the word. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Guess. Good guess.
0: A good guess.
1: No, that's worse.
0: Okay. But yesterday started with the um, uh, press conference with Doug Ford Mm -hmm. at 8.30 in the morning where he announced um, Ontario was in a state of emergency, Mm -hmm. which it was really good. I think Mm -hmm. I and... I saw others on Facebook who are no fan of Doug Ford on your any given day were quite impressed by his press conference. Mm-hmm. He struck a very serious tone mm-hmm. without having panic. Mm-hmm. He took very appropriate measures. Mm-hmm. And, and he acknowledged that he was getting his advice from experts Mm -hmm. and he deferred to experts on most of the questions. And he said he deferred to experts on what actions to take. And uh, I think given that he has no public health experience or any particular health knowledge, that that is exactly Mm -hmm. what he has to do. He's doing a very wise thing there.
1: And he, I that the, best part of it was he acknowledged there's going to be a lot of pain for workers like yes. he specific like he used uh, those terms a few times
0: yes. that and they're
1: going to do stu- something i don't think they're clear on what they're going to do to help but they're going to try to help
0: people. and that's his wheelhouse right you could tell he went mm-hmm. kind of ad-lib off the cuff a couple times been talking about business stuff mm-hmm. because that's stuff that he knows more about and he grasps mm-hmm. but any health related mm-hmm. public health stuff yeah. He passed it off. He did it's the true. party line. He's not trying to pretend like he knows what's going on. He's letting the experts yep. do their thing and he's listening to them. And I feel,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I feel very comforted by that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that was, that was a good start to the day, I guess.
1: Yeah. Ontario had their first death recorded yesterday up in Muskoka, I think it was. It was someone who actually wasn't previously counted as a case, though, which is a bit...
0: Yeah, because they got it from someone who had traveled, but that's not officially a COVID-19 death yet. They have to do an autopsy Oh. because he may uh, have died from other causes. Right. And then also he had COVID-19, but it didn't cause his death. They don't know yet.
1: Oh, I see. But it would be counted as a case.
0: A case, yes, but not necessarily a COVID-19 death. And people are calling it...
1: People are calling it a COVID-19 death. I know. Yeah. But I see. They haven't done the
0: autopsy yet. It's going to be either death from COVID-19 or death with COVID-19.
1: Yeah. The other thing in the headlines that I saw yesterday that was a good, I thought really encouraging. Well, just a good note was that that f- people are finally starting to understand practically the meaning of exponential growth and what how terrifying it is I think that's what when I first started seeing the numbers coming out of China just the line that was shooting up and if you put you know the easiest way to tell something's exponential is you take the numbers you take the plot and you put it on a log graph and you see a straight line instead of kind of the hockey stick line you see a straight line and once you start seeing that that should terrify anyone almost for any, like almost any naturally occurring phenomenon, if there's like, I think I have nightmares about (laughs) exponential phenomena. I actually like, this is something that started when I was a kid and like this idea that something can double and double and double. And and, like at first, it doesn't seem like it's that big, but all of a sudden it's massive, this massive thing. And I mm-hmm. think people are starting to understand what that means just because you have a handful or a dozen cases one day doesn't, you know, it. it is, if, if something's growing exponentially, that's very, very worrisome.
0: Yeah, and the Washington Post did an article about that, mm-hmm. which you probably saw. Mm. Um, and it was shared everywhere. And I saw a tweet yesterday. Somebody from the Washington Post said that it's their most viewed article (laughs) ever
1: teaching math teaching math (laughs) that's good
0: exponential growth they have like visuals they have these little bouncing balls to show how transmission happens oh yeah
1: yeah those that bouncing ball one yes that is that was really really good yes
0: yeah so apparently it's like it's their most most viewed article ever
1: those are really good visualizations
0: avery's awake
1: I'll go check on them. you. Keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: I'll keep talking. You get Avery some milk. Okay. The other note I made from yesterday was I was really ticked off at the reporters at the Ford press conference. Um, first of all, I don't think that this is a time for blame. Even if officials screw up or make a mistake, we need to just move on. There's way too much at risk here to be taking time with like, why did you change your mind about this? Why didn't you act sooner? It's like we just need to take the actions and we need to move forward. And the very first question yesterday was a question like that, kind of asking why Doug Ford changed his mind or whatever. And it's like, can we please just focus on how are we going to control this? He's on side now. (laughs) Let's move forward. Almost nobody asked a question about testing. How are we gonna ramp up testing like wh- how are, where are we gonna find swabs? Like that doesn't seem to be on reporters' minds and I think right now that is now that we have social distancing happening, testing needs to be the next thing that we figure out and fast. If we have community spread, then we have to find it. And the other thing that I don't think, the community is understanding is that our efforts of social distancing are going to take a while to show themselves we've talked about this a lot on the podcast but funny how not everybody listens to our podcast so they still don't know but I think people are looking for numbers in the data to slow down in a couple days and that's just not gonna happen it's gonna, I thought it was going to take one week for numbers to show themselves. Other experts I've heard are saying two weeks. So, yeah, I think it's going to be difficult for the public to keep up with their social distancing if they're not seeing any changes in the numbers. Now, also with that said, Ontario yesterday had a very low. Good morning, Avery. I'm right in the middle of some. Um Ontario yesterday reported only eight cases. And so to the general public, they might look at that as, oh, social distancing is working. And maybe that's okay. Maybe that's a good, like, win. I don't think that's actually what's happening. I think they said we have a backlog of tests and we're running out of swabs. And I think that it's really not what's happening. But. If people take it as an early win then maybe that's better for morale. Yeah, thank you. You
1: what did I do? The
0: stop button? But we can keep going now. I tried to stop it. Did I stop it? No. no. I don't know.
1: What you oh. I pressed the stop button.
0: Which one's the stop button? That one? Nope. Oh. What did I do? I don't know. It's <laughs> okay. still recording though. Good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, wait. I wanted to say one other thing yeah. about the mm-hmm. press conference. I I got pissed off at the media there. They were <laughs> I like asking, that. "Oh, did you?" While you oh, were gone. <laughs> okay. They are asking dumb questions, man. <laughs>
0: We were saying, like, Done. how can we get press credentials to go and yeah. ask proper questions?
1: And, like, really, they were criticizing things that you can't be... Cr- like, so far, Ontar- Toronto, Ontario, Canada, the leaders are doing way more than any other, as far as we can tell, anyway, yeah. as far as I can tell. They're doing a better job than any other country. Yeah. Do yeah. you want to come talk on the microphone? Okay.
0: okay other things that happened yesterday sorry i just wanted to
1: finish my thought there so the the press the press seemed to continually ask like we you changed course in the manner of hours closing i don't know what was the latest thing closing bars and restaurants and things like they're being very picky about things that are very big decisions they're like they're being very like why didn't you decide a day earlier to close school like to s- close all bars and restaurants or to close whatever it was and it's like that's those are big f- decisions that affect a lot of people they're difficult decisions to make can't you see that the, the media really doesn't i feel like they're not getting the severity of this i feel like in mm-hmm. this is it's a very good sign that our leaders get it even though the media doesn't get it still
0: yep um two interesting social things that happened yesterday to me was that um the caterer for avery's daycare Mm. sent out a thing saying that they're doing home delivery now so you can get delivery of the daycare's catering menu I think they're just trying to make their business just keep going all the schools and their whole business is just shut down, right? Right.
1: So anyone that would benefit from free food from And
0: I don't think they'll get a lot of business that way But i'm sure there's a lot of parents out there who are like yes, I do not want to cook for my child
2: Yeah
0: Um, so I hope they I hope they do well. I thought that was really creative. Yeah and then I went to get groceries yesterday at la blaze and when i walked into the store everything everything seemed very normal the store wasn't very busy everything seemed well stocked but then as i went through the store uh, my perception changed i started to notice things were out potatoes were gone Mm. i really noticed something when i went to get bread Mm. all the regular loaves of bread were basically gone Mm. the meat section was 90% empty, but I still managed to get our chicken thighs for dinner. Apparently, other people don't (laughs) like chicken thighs. That's (laughs) like our favorite, so perfect. good for us. Um, Eggs were out. Couldn't get eggs. And there's two two item per customer limit on milk, eggs, dairy, meat, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I saw the lineup for the cashiers and it was the length of the store <laughs> it went from the cashiers all the way down to the end of the store and then turned in the corner into the freezer section and i had to get home by two o'clock so that Tilla could do a call so i was like and
1: you were worried you couldn't finish and get back yeah, in it was an 45 hour minutes yeah. yeah
0: i had 45 minutes to stand in line <laughs> and pay and get home and i didn't think i could do it um the line was moving very slow but then i heard an announcement over the loudspeaker asking all staff to come to the front and they must have they must have enacted some kind of plan because after that announcement things started moving much faster Mm -hmm. but what really struck me is that you have this long line grocery store empty everybody was calm Mm -hmm. so calm and i think people were purposefully trying to be calm nobody was tapping their feet or looking angry or checking their watch or anything. Like everybody was just calm Mm -hmm. and waiting patiently and moving slowly. It was reassuring, Mm -hmm. even though it was really weird. Okay, the other thing I wanted to talk about is like how we're feeling. Mm -hmm. How do you feel?
1: I feel very positive right now because every the I think uh, the especially the city of Toronto we they have taken like the I forget I keep forget Eileen Doctor Eileen something. Sh- I'll look that up right now while you're talking. Sure, we should really know these people's we names because really they're very important people. Write them down. There, um, Doctor Eileen something is ha- closed school. Uh, sorry. Well, yeah, she announced the closing of schools and then. No, she didn't. She that didn't. That was
0: no, that was Ontario.
1: That was Ontario. Sorry,
0: Doctor Eileen DeVilla.
1: Eileen DeVilla, yeah. So she closed, yeah, bars and restaurants, and very matter of fact about the whole thing, saying this is the right. We we have to do this right now. I feel good that we have we live in a city where they're doing that that's like the best like is that's that's earlier than any other
0: yes city I am also cautiously optimistic I must say I think cautiously optimistic Mm -hmm. I think there's still very clear that we could be missing things of course yeah I keep looking and looking and looking for evidence that we are and there's not a ton of evidence that we are missing a lot.
1: But even if we're missing things, like it still slows the spread. Even if there are mm-hmm. a hundred people out there, a thousand people out there with it, you're still not like in those Washington Post articles with the bouncing balls. Like you just have made it far less likely that the someone with it is gonna come into contact with somebody else.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I'm feeling a lot of adrenaline. I think uh Caden just beeped. Sorry. It was just a low minute ventilation. Um, so I'm feeling a lot of like adrenaline. Like Mm -hmm. I I keep reading a lot of people are feeling sad and fearful. Um, Avery, Avery's talking Um, But I just feel like we're I've compared COVID-19 spread to a house fire So that feeling you have when like A pot catches on the stove And you have to put it out immediately Or like I also keep thinking It's like we're in like the movie Tornado mm-hmm. <laughs> And we're in the truck And we're like out running a tornado Like it's just that feeling of Adrenaline of like we have to do Everything we can right now And there's not like Time to be scared. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'm not scared at all. I'm. I was pleasantly enjoying some magical moments with the kids yesterday. Both of them were having their own little. I don't know. It's sort. We. This is the. I don't know. The silver lining here. We get some. I. I see it anyways. Is I get to spend some time, some quality time with the kids, throughout the day. Even though I'm working for most of the day and uh, yesterday Avery started he wrote his book he wrote a book and with pictures of trucks different trucks in there and he spelled the names of the trucks by himself so it was amazing he kept asking how to spell certain words and what sounds different letters make it was great the other thing we have to record here for posterity is the ohio primaries primary was canceled and but there was like i can't remember the order but someone between government and judges and people you can look it up the detail i think the
0: government the governor canceled it the -hmm. judge said you can't cancel it and the governor said i'm not listening to the judge yeah
1: yeah wow um yeah, because these things are written in law, but it's like public safety, I think, overrules. Lo- like a judge can only lean on what the legal, like this. Yeah, it's unprecedented is the main point here. But it's going to, ha- this is definitely going to have an impact on, on the election, the U.S. election. And potentially in a good, I mean, good way. I don't know who the nominee is for the Democrats is it going to look bad for Trump? Hopefully Mm -hmm. the other thought I had um, was just to say, I'm getting the feeling I'm getting a really positive feeling from the community as you did in the grocery store, but from a broader community, like even this guy this guy that Lou who does unbox therapy on YouTube, he does (laughs) like, he decided that, he was gonna not do his show even though it's like him and one other guy right (laughs) he's (laughs) like you know right now if the if that's the party line that we keep people at home let's keep people at home i'm gonna Mm -hmm. shut down the operation and he was by himself in his office shooting some video talking about this
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and it feels like everyone is pitched you know it just has i feel like everyone's pitching in to everyone understands the severity of this thing and Mm -hmm and we'll we'll do our part everyone wants to do their part to mm-hmm. get a ca- get a well
0: top. it's being compared a lot to wartime efforts yeah which well i have not i was not alive in the world wars yes it's a stay home day avery and also people are posting like old war propaganda and like Various posters that seem really applicable to right now. Like yeah. don't hoard things. Yeah, right <laughs> Like Do your part and it all feels very very relevant.
1: Yeah, that's true That maybe is the best message do your part don't hoard get people to stop buying all the meat no. and bread and eggs
0: frozen fruit yeah. Listen our four-year-old subsists on smoothies <laughs> wherein I hide spinach and avocado <laughs> I need that frozen fruit.
1: Uh, do you want to just summarize? We were just talking with the microphones off, which was silly. But um, the...
0: Never speak with the microphones the, We off. should just
1: always have them on. But the... um, What were you saying about the U.S. based on the number of deaths they have? What do oh. you think that means?
0: I was maybe not going to record that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just
1: a prediction. But we don't like predictions.
0: No, it's so. just the... The situation in the U.S. seems very dire. It's 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 going to be a humanitarian crisis there. And it's not... The numbers are terrifying. They have about 100 deaths net there now. And if you back calculate that, that means... Three weeks ago they had, depending on what death rate you choose, like 5,000 to 10,000 cases. Mm-hmm. Which has potentially doubled seven times since then like you get to astronomical numbers with that math Mm -hmm. i haven't even done it because i don't want to know it's just it's it's just very scary Mm -hmm. the real cases that they might have that are going to be coming into hospital soon i don't like i i don't okay know what to do there's nothing nothing we can do about it i don't Want to watch it happen? Nobody wants to watch it happen. No. It's okay. not a good note to end the podcast on.
1: Any more coronavirus jokes out there?
0: Oh, no, not coronavirus jokes. But there were a lot of quarantine jokes mm. on Twitter yesterday. Mm-hmm. One of which really hit home for me, mm. which was like this meerkat-looking puppet guy <laughs> who's kind of like looking shifty-eyed and a bit confused. And the line underneath it was, <laughs> what does it mean when people call your regular lifestyle quarantine? Is <laughs> <laughs> that <it's> us, <laughs> I feel like that's a little bit us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everything's closed and we don't notice because we don't go to anything. Yeah. Except work and school. I, d- I have noticed that.
1: Yeah. All right. I think that's really it now. Okay. Have a good day. And I think we may have to switch to evenings
0: we got to go back to even too many children in the mornings.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Have a good day, everyone. Good day. Oh, and just before we go, there's one more piece of news that hasn't happened yet, but looks like it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Which is that Canada and the U.S. Yeah, are going to close the border to um, tourist travel. Mm-hmm. Which is like, everybody's just going to be like... Why didn't you Finally do this three days ago? Restrict tourist visitors from crossing border. Okay, I'm going to say goodbye. I got to go check on Kaden. Mm-hmm. You wrap it up.
1: Okay, have a good day.